0: Serving up a healthy dose of news, traffic, and engaging opinion. This is Good Morning Hamilton with Rick Zamperin on 900 CHML. We're talking about housing here on Good Morning Hamilton. And it's in relation to our poll question of the day, Canada reviving its second World War era housing plan to help build more homes faster. And the question we're asking you is, would you buy one of these things? It's 50-50 right down the middle as of right now. That was a big no vote to begin the morning, and the yes vote has tied it up at this point. Have your say on our X account at AM 900 CHML. On the text line at 905-645-3221 or via email, rick at 900CHML.com. Yesterday, we heard from Federal Housing Minister Sean Fraser, who was talking about using what worked many years ago, and putting a modern twist to it. It provides an extraordinary opportunity to use the solutions of the past to uh, overcome uh, challenges that we face today. We want to create designs that can actually be built quickly and can be built cheaply without compromising on quality or sustainability. The difference this time around is these are pre-approved designs for whether it's a multiplex, student housing, housing for seniors, small to medium scale residential properties as opposed to these bungalow or one and a half story wartime homes. The question is, Is this going to work? Is this going to cure our housing crisis? Let's ask an expert. Frank Clinton is a senior research fellow at the Center for Urban Research and Land Development at Toronto Metropolitan University and joins us now on Good Morning Hamilton. Frank, good morning. How are you? Uh, Good morning, Ron. I'm fine. Thank you. Your thoughts on this idea from the federal government to harken back to what worked post-World War II? Can it work again?
1: Uh, I, su- I suggest it's a publicity ploy. It's something to get some publicity that they're doing something and it doesn't cost much. And they're certainly getting the publicity. <laughs> but no, it will not do very much at all.
0: And why do you say that? What, what's, what's up with this well, plan that's not going to work?
1: The, wor- the world is quite different. Back back after the Second World War, uh, we built all kinds of housing we had on in the suburbs, on land. And, and you could have standardized housing. You built neighbor, neighborhood after neighborhood with standardized housing. Uh, right now, uh, uh, we, we have a very big shortage of service land, and, and builders can't get the uh, um, the mass production required to do that kind of housing. Uh, for example, in Hamilton, they don't want to even have land at all for single detached houses or semi detached houses. Uh, they want to, you know, infill. And where, where it breaks down is, first of all, when they talk about pre approved, I'm not sure what that means because the federal government can't pre approve it. And provincial governments don't pre-approve it. It's the municipality, and it gets down to the neighbourhoods. So we're talking infill housing. I mean, can you imagine the infill? If if you had a standardized um, block of, you know, a uh, structure that uh, didn't what was totally out of character for neighbourhoods, what the neighbours would be saying? They wouldn't go for it. So I, I doubt very much if you'll get municipalities to go along with this for every neighbourhood. Uh, the only place it really makes sense is uh, in in the suburbs. But even then, we have, we have very large builders now who have their own standard uh, stock of architectural stylings uh, for housing, and they know what they're doing. So all they need is, if they could build 50 houses in a row and have all the trades come along and, and, and work on those houses at the same time, you know, one house to the next house, the next house, they'd be very efficient. That's the way it used to be. Now we don't have the land, so it's, they have to do very small projects. And, uh and, and uh, it's very hard to standardize those.
0: Sounds like a, you know, square peg, round hole kind of scenario. And, you know, another issue that I think needs to be addressed is there are some, maybe many developers who are looking at their current developments, looking at where interest rates are right now and pressing pause on these projects. So you can have pre-approved designs up the yin-yang. They're not going to build it if the return on investment is not there.
1: Yeah, well, that, that's a short-term phenomenon. You know, interest rates are going to be coming down, incomes will grow, uh, uh, and, and uh, so, so prices will rise, uh, uh, and, and builders will see making money again. So right now, it, yeah, it's temporarily uh, they're, they're putting pauses on projects, but you don't see anybody selling their portfolio of land or portfolio of sites. Uh, you know, they're hanging on to them. They're just wait, playing the waiting game.
0: and and, but in terms of building homes faster i mean it doesn't it doesn't really matter if there's a pre-approved design if they're not going to build they're not going to build
1: uh no but the pre-approved design is not the important thing what for developers the most important thing is to get to get that land zoned and ready to go all the approvals in place so when the market does pick up (laughs) the design part is a very small part (laughs) of the house or the dwelling or the apartment building whatever we have um it's a very small part of the process. so so it's it's the uh, you know it's taking the the focus off what what it should be, which is to get land land ready to go and have an inventory of land ready to go. So when the market does get better again, uh, the builders can developers can just go go ahead and start building, selling and building.
0: yeah, and how much I mean how much time and money is saved with having a pre-approved design? I mean, it doesn't take that long to make a design or cost that much, right?
1: Well, uh, it depends, I mean, you know, because we're talking a range of housing types, you know, not just single-attached houses, you know, talk about an 80-story apartment building or a 40-story apartment building. But the other part of that, and it has to be designed for the site and, and so on. Um, but the other part of it is is that uh, uh, that uh, developers just don't really want to, you know, they, they have their own designs, they have it the, the, ready to go. Uh, so So it's not that this will help much at all.
0: We got about a minute left. Is there one thing the government should be doing or bu- or builders or developers should be doing to cure this crisis?
1: Uh, builders and developers, they respond to the marketplace. So if there's no demand or the demand is limited, uh, they, they will um, they will hold off. Uh, the big, biggest thing uh, is not the developers so much, it's municipalities. We've got to have an inventory of sites ready to go. Uh, when the market turns around, and right now we don't, particularly for lower-density housing. Like uh, Hamilton, for example, another one, they they just the council just again said, we're not going to have urban expansion, so therefore they're not going to build single-detached houses in Hamilton. And that's where the demand is, for single-detached, semi-detached, and townhouses. So you got to have land ready to go for that, and it's more the municipality than the developer.
0: Frank, appreciate the time. Thanks for joining us today, and enjoy the day. Thank you very much.